All right, we're live. Finally, the Boxed Up Boys are back. This is Slimmy Cordero. I'm here with Don Conway R. Torres. And it's been over a month that we've had a pay-per-view event to talk about in the UFC. So UFC 267 is this Saturday. Prelims start at 9.30 Central Time, which is electric. 9.30 a.m. Central Time. And it's going to be crazy. How are you doing? Our Torres doing amazing, man. Great, great to be on again. Um, I mean, I think we're due for some. I mean, the past month, I'm not gonna lie, it's been pretty bleak UFC action and news, but we got back to back pay per view cards, two of the most electric cards of the year by far. And although I won't be able to watch much of this one because the ducks are fucking at home on Halloween weekend, but I'll be fucking locked in. Um, crazy fucking card. I'm looking forward to talking about it. Yeah, so at a first glance, um, I would say when you read the names on this card for American UFC fans, there's maybe some names on there that are more obscure than others just because, like, honestly, a lot of them kind of look the same. Like, they all end in V, like Volkov and Nurmagomedov and all that. You know what I mean? There's two yawns in the card. Yes, exactly. So... There's Jan Blahovich and Peter Jan. They're both fighting for the title. So um, I do you want to start at the bottom and go to the top, or do you want to start at the top and go down? I kind of want to start at the top and go down. Okay, let's start at the top and go down. So the main event of the evening is the light heavyweight UFC championship. Current title holder Jan Blahovich is going for his third title defense. Second title defense. Was is he won the first one? Yeah, he won. He won the belt. Um, he beat Re- who? Do you, he beat Reyes, right? And then he defended against Izzy. This is this is his first defense against like an against a light heavyweight guy. Okay, I that's that's right. Okay, hold on, my cat, little bitch, get out of here. Which is honestly longer than people thought he would have the belt. Let's be honest here. He was a big underdog in both the Reyes fight and the Izzy fight, which is yes. kind of interesting. And I mean, now you look at it, uh, Reyes. Taking a couple L's in a row, which maybe yeah. shouldn't have been a dog in that fight. But he's going against Glover Teixeira. The, he just turned – today was his birthday. He turned 42 years old. Um, there's no doubt Glover is a legend. There was a point in time he fought John Jones for the belt, didn't win. You know, had a little bit of a setback, but he climbed his way back up to the top. Um, he's riding a three-fight win streak. And his most recent was – was it four? Mm-hmm. So – the odds right now, um, Blahovich is around like minus what, like 280, and Glover is like plus 230 ish. So, what are you just initially gambling wise? What, where do you see the value in this fight? First, also, it's five fight win streak, too. There you go. Crazy. Um, but uh, honestly, the value is with Glover in, in, in terms of the yeah. betting. Um, I think, and this is going to be a theme for me throughout the podcast, but I think there's a lot of value in the dogs throughout the main event. I think there's a lot of really big lines where they maybe shouldn't be as big. And for this, this is an example. Um, I, if I had to pick, I think Jan, Jan's going to win this fight um, mm-hmm. and defend the belt again, uh, just based off how he's looked in – He's also won a five-fight win streak. He's he's looked unstoppable as of recently. Um, 
In terms of Glover, you can make the same argument though. He's he's on a five fight winning streak. Most of them are finishes. He's a he literally almost killed Anthony Smith. Yeah, he literally who, almost killed Anthony Smith. Who now yeah. Anthony Smith is on his own three fight win streak. Yeah, and that crazy. fight looks so good now. And he yeah. choked out Tiago Santos, which you can say what you want about Tiago right now. I mean, he's still a top five light heavyweight. Yeah, and uh, Glover was a he was around the same odds. Uh, he was like plus two hundred against Tiago, yeah. and I took him. We made some money that night, so that was good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, I feel like I don't know. I like Glover got so much power. And he's probably better on the ground than Jan, even though Jan's a pretty good wrestler. Uh, he doesn't get that many submissions. Glover can finish people on the ground with ease. So I, lo- I love the under, first off. I think there's going to be a finish in this fight. Yeah. Because um, there's too much power going around. Legendary Polish power. Legendary Polish and, power. And mixed with old man power. Yeah, like there, there's there's too much power going around in the octagon. Oh, that it's gonna be it's a very powerful fight. It's yeah, exactly. Very, very so like, fight. and I I I don't think I don't see it going ending the first. It's gonna be definitely gonna be a little bit of feeling out process. They're both smart fighters, you know, veterans in the sport. They'll be feeling each other out for a little bit. Um, but if one connects, man, it, it could be it. And one thing I saw on Twitter, which is just bullshit Twitter stuff, but right, it was the clip of when Jan hurt Tiago Santos and rushed him and then got clipped and got knocked out. Mm. That was a and, long time ago. And Glover kind of, like, he's the type where when he gets wobbled, like, he just comes right back. Exactly. Like, there's been, mo- like, in his last couple of fights, like, it looked like he was going to get finished and he ended up He Smith rebounding. knocked him down once and Tiago knocked him down twice in the fight. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure. No, he definitely he definitely went down in both of those. Like um uh he got, he knocked, he got knocked down once in the Tiago fight. Um, but uh yeah, so I don't know. I think in terms of betting, like there's a lot of value with Glover. Like that for someone who's on a five fight win streak and looks as good as he has as of recently, I think plus two twenty or whatever it is is a little too high. But in terms of the fight as a whole, it's a really interesting matchup in terms like their stand up, their the power is both crazy. But if it goes to the ground, that's where it gets really interesting because they're both yeah. so strong. You, you, Jan won the Izzy fight on his wrestling, and Glover has submissions for days. So, it, I mean, it's going to be fucking crazy. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to have any confusion. I am a huge Jan Blachowicz fan, and I love the legendary Polish power, so I'm very excited to see him fight. I like both these guys so you know, much. Say, that's, that's what I was going to say. Like, I love Glover, too. Like, how can you mm. not? Like he's such a, like the press conference today, like they're just so like amicable and like there was no beef, no bad blood. It was just like both guys are pretty wholesome and easy to root for. So like exactly. And I, I was, I, go, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I am going to be rooting for Jan. Um, but I also think it would be an amazing story if if Glover finally gets the belt. And I think, you know, there's a good chance win or loss that this is Glover's last fight. Like he's 42. You know, mm-hmm. he's, he's getting prob- his last shot at a title. If he if wins he loses, it, yes, he should retire. But if he wins it, it's like, maybe, don't you want to go out on top? Yeah, ex- no, I, yeah, I agree with that. Like, so, that's like, extremely rare in the sport. So, I don't know. And yeah, like, it's, it's, it's one of those fights, too, where, like, you really, like, the one you don't want to – like, the fact that one of them has to lose yes. is so brutal. Like, that's, like, it's one of those, like, title shots where, like, just one has to lose and it's going to suck. It's going to almost be more, I know you're a big fucking Polish power guy, but for me personally, like it's going to be more like disappointing to see someone lose than like great to see someone win. Yes. I agree. 
I was going to say this for the Artur's extracurricular bullshit at the end, but I saw it on Embedded, a clip of them in the bathroom together. Um, and usually, like, when fight, when, the, like, the two guys, because this happens often, like, they're in the same, you know, enclosed uh, Hotel area. Or whatever. Yeah. Like, the champs always run into each other. And usually it's, like, they don't talk to each other. Sometimes there's beef and they, like, talk shit. But this was like they had like a normal conversation. And they're like, like it was like slight. It's like when we chirp each other. Like, it was just like some bullshit, bro. Like it was so funny. It, I mean, it's just it's so different than like any other like title shot because there's so much respect and there's zero beef. Yes. And they're both just like, yeah, man, like great guy. But it's my job to yeah. get the fuck out of him. I think that's kind of I, I love fighters like that. And those are the ones that where it's really easy to root for them. Yeah, and that's why but, everyone everyone likes these guys. It's a it's one of the more beautiful things of the UFC is when you have two guys going to war and afterwards they just immediately embrace each other and it's just like so much respect because they're literally trying to kill each other. And so, that's what it'll be like at the end, no matter how it ends. Yes, unless so one of them respect. is unconscious, <laughs> <laughs> which is no. very very possible. Uh, um, no, that's, that's very true. <laughs> so, like a couple weeks ago. Or when this fight was, no, but when Glover beat Santos and it was very clear he was going to get a shot at the title, my confidence that Jan was going to defend it was sky high. And it really has been until like this last week leading up to the fight where I started to do more research. Same. And like, I'm, I'm a Polish power fan, legendary Polish power always. But it's like, shit, I'm not as confident that it, it's going to be so easy for him. No, 100%. And not watching like the embedded and like the UFC 267 countdown, it's made it swayed me more and more towards Glover because they go inside of him and his training and his coaches and how he's revamped his career as he's looked unstoppable. Like, yes, it's made me not like think he's going to win for sure, but it's made me think, yes, these odds are a little bit inflated and it's going to be really close because again, it only takes one and it makes it that much harder to bet on because yes. what do you, you're not going to bet on the money line for Polish power. You know what I mean? Like this, it's fucking minus whatever. And yeah. like, like you said, there is a lot of like, the, there's a bunch of fights on this card where it's like one guy's minus two twenty and the other guys plus one ninety or whatever it is. And it's, it's extremely difficult to bet because you, you, there are going to be dogs that win, but it's picking the right ones. And if you're not doing that, then you either have to rely on parlays or method props. Yeah, which exactly. Which is difficult. That's the thing. And especially with this fight, too. Like, it, it, I think it sticks out in title fights even more because, like, the belt is on the line. We've talked about it a decent amount recently, yeah. how, like, whether it's Murphy or the chick last week where you have to, like, you have to you have put it all, like, you're, you're fighting for a belt. You know what I mean? You have to mm-hmm. fucking put it out there. And... Glover is going to do that, bro. Like he's already fought for a belt. And like, it's not like Jan's fighting some guy who's never fought for a belt before. Glover's been there right. with, in my opinion, the goat. Like he knows he's been in this spot before. It's not going to be anything new to him. So that's why I think it's really like, it's, it, it's really, it, it's it, in my opinion, it's kind of a toss up, honestly, like it really could go either way. Um, I'm really looking forward to it though. It should be, fu- I hope it's a fucking banger. I think it yeah. will be. Um, yeah, I think it will be. I think going to the ground would benefit Glover. Yeah, I think because, it will. Like I'd be his, surprised if it doesn't go to the ground at some point. Like his jujitsu, 
as well as the threat of his ground and pound is you gotta think that Glover's gonna try to get it there. Yeah. Cause I mean that's his best chance because he doesn't want to feel that Polish power. No one does. No, not even close. But like, you gotta think that going into the fight, Glover's game plan is okay. I gotta get it to the ground. But do you think he'll go for a takedown on the first? I think he could. I don't I I think it like you said about the first round, I think it's gonna be very much a feeling out process. I doubt it'll be like banging fireworks right away. I kind of hope it is because mm-hmm. that'd be good for Jan's uh, chances, I think. But I, I think he's going to be calculated. You know, he's, yeah, a, he's I mean, a veteran. It's a, it's a five-round fight, yes. Yeah. So both these yeah. guys have gone the distance. Goodbye and the spam calls. Hello to a fuck. The fuck, bro. What the hell fucking, is that? Bro, I fucking... Dude, give me one second, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> bro, my fucking neighbors connect to my speaker like randomly. Like, like <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, fuck. Well, that's it. Oh yeah. Um, like it really like I, I think he'll, he'll he'll definitely try to get it to the ground. Like I think pretty early, and like the, they've both gone the distance before, like five rounds. Mm. So they know when to exert their energy and when not to. Right. So it's gonna be very strategic from both of them. Yeah, is kind of my point. I agree. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Give me, give me one second. I'm gonna pause just for a sec. Okay, so yeah, um, main event's gonna be a banger. Light heavyweights always are. I think it's gonna be a. Oh shit! I just dropped something. I think it's gonna be a Jan uh, TKO. That's my official prediction. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go. Glover by submission. Ooh, that would be crazy. He could pull that off. I'm, I'm, I think he could pull it off. I'm just, I'm just predicting electricity based. I think that's the most electric thing that could happen. I wonder what the crowd's gonna be like. It's gonna be fucking nuts, bro. I bet you, like those. Oh man, tickets are probably so expensive in Abu Dhabi. Oh, dude, like the fucking rural family's gonna be there and shit. Wild, but yeah, I mean, Yan, yeah, Yan Kayo, that'd be fucking crazy. Um, the biggest shock of this fight, which was going back to the cost of a Tory fight, the biggest shock for me would, would be for it to go to the, the judges' scorecards. That'd be fucking, I would question all I know about UFC at that point off me like hammering the under last week and then now saying there's no way this fight goes the distance. Like, I if this, if this fight goes the distance, I don't know, like, if I'm even credible anymore for anything. UFC. Yeah, I, I think there's other takes we've had that are very uh, detrimental to our credibility overall. <laughs> Specifically with main events, we usually do a terrible job of analyzing yeah. those. That's why I'm picking Glover, because not at least one of us is right. There we go. Well, shit, man. I think I could see a decision, though. Like, I'm not, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. And if it goes no. that way, it'll be like a, a three rounds to two type thing, probably. Yeah, you think that? I wouldn't. I don't see like one person dominant because if 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 Jan takes th- the first three or some shit, Glover's gonna be really aggressive and go for a finish, which would lead to him getting finished or some shit. Like you know what I mean? Like, yeah, get, true, true. That's why I don't see it being like a 50-45 or someone. Not that's right. gonna happen now. That I'm saying now. Like so, yeah, we we can move on. So okay, the other the co-main event. Is another title fight, interim title fight for Bantamweight. 
we've which got I had to be, which I had to be reminded by by myself or some or you or somebody. Yeah, what did you think? Thought, you thought, I, I, like, I, why is it interim? Jan won the belt. I literally like, thought no. that Jan was the champ right now, and then I'm like, why? Like, why, why are they doing an interim belt with the champ? Like that makes no sense. And then like Aljo, Aljo is the champ. I'm like, oh my god, he is. Like, yes. Very easy to forget that. I bet on him, and I still think he didn't win the fight. Yeah, that was oh man. So yeah, so Aljamain Sterling is the current belt holder, um, but he's injured. He couldn't fight Jan, didn't get cleared. So they called up Corey Sanhagen, who just lost to TJ Dillashaw, but TJ's hurt too, so he couldn't fight. So Sanhagen has, I don't want to say he's been gifted this shot at a belt because he's definitely deserving in a way of a shot. Been, but in a way he has been because, you know, he lost his last fight and it, it would be TJ in there if he was healthy. But um, it's the same type of odds. Uh, it's, it's a little bit closer. Jan is a pretty big favorite. Um, let's see what it is right now. I have it pulled up. So Jan's minus 225, Sanhagen's plus 185. I actually just bet on Sanhagen today. So, um, I think with this fight, it's going to be very close. Like, I don't think it's going to be very clear. Like, some rounds are going to be very, like, 50-50. And I think it's going to go all five. And I think the judges are going to give at least three of them to the Sandman because of his boxing. And you say, like, Jan definitely has the ground advantage in this fight, right? Like, 100%. Like Jan has the ground advantage in this fight, right? I I disagree. I think Sandhagen has the advantage on the ground. Okay, so a lot of people I was seeing listening, you know, they were saying like Jan has he should take it to the ground, and he'll win. I'm like, I don't agree with I've that. Never at seen, all. I've never seen Jan every I've only seen him on the stand-up. And then in the Alja fight, he wasn't he avoiding getting on the ground? I yeah, Alja was really because Alja was just ground. trying to take him down, take him down, take him down. So that's when I heard and saw that I was like. It doesn't make sense. So if it's going to be a stand-up boxing affair, I think Sanhagen's striking is not that Jans isn't, but I think he's just going to do a better job. Yeah, I, I mean, okay, here's the thing. Like, the, I think on the ground, Sanhagen has the advantage yes. 100% because his, his length is unreal and he has submissions that are nasty. Um, but I don't think it'll get there. I think Sanhagen might try, but I don't think – I'm not, not like – it, he'll he'll try if he needs to. If it's not if it's not going well on the on the feet, he might try. But I don't think Jan's takedown defense is really good. We saw that in the Alger fight, so I don't really see that happening. It could, but I don't really see that happening. Um, both these guys are stand up fucking like masters. They're they're yes. kickboxing's are kickboxing is fucking unreal. Sanhagen has a slight re, or maybe a big reach advantage. I don't know. He has reach advantage though. I don't really think that'll matter that much because Jan you know, he's made it this far without having that larger reach and he's been doing just fine. Um, but you know, San Hagen, like the kicks is going to be a big factor. Um, again, I, it's hard for me to see a knockout too in this fight. I mean, yeah, I, I think it would go so five. technical and, uh, that that's, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised, but you know, I do see you going the distance as well. I mean, I, I agree. I think the I think this is the same situation as the last fight, but even more so. Whereas San Hagen should not be this big of a dog at all. I think there's a shit ton of value there. He's a fucking unreal fighter. He since his loss to Aljo, he's looked unreal. And I think he won the the TJ fight, beat the fuck out of him. Um, 
I mean, yeah, there's a reason TJ's hurt and San Hagen isn't right now. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. A side note on that, too, is that, like, they're training together, TJ and, and Sandman, which is fucking cool. It's oh, shit, really? Yeah. Yeah, they're, like, grappling together and, like, help. he's helping San Hagen uh, for this fight, which is really fucking cool, man. That's just, like, some classic UFC shit. Yes. Shout out um, TJ. But, yeah, shout out TJ. Um, but, uh, dude, Jan... Uh, yeah, I'll probably bet on San Hagen, but dude, Jan's a fucking killer. Man. Yeah, I, know, I, watched, I, I know. I watched his fight against uh, Joshua Faber uh, this week, and dude, he like some of the like, he knocked him down three times, and some of them were just like, "Oh my god!" That, like, that kick right to the yeah, jaw. the kick, bro. Like it, like right off the clinch, right to a kick, and he's just, and he's just like, "What?" Like it's so <laughs> fucking crazy. And dude, I like Jan a lot. He's so funny. Just a classic Russian, just fucking killer. I hope he never learns English, honestly. Like, just <laughs> I, like I don't like it's a, like just keep it like just the right. It makes it so much more cool. Um, but I, I think San Hagen is gonna get his hand raised. Um, I think this is kind of a per situation that jumped upon him. I think he knows that. And he's so calm, cool, and collected, man. When he's At like the when they did like the face-off thing today, Jan like like fake head butted towards him and he didn't even flinch like he was not like, all right he's so locked in and yeah like san hagan's approach is so like collected uh he's not going to get overwhelmed by the challenge uh he's not looking at the odds or anything like that um but i think this has the biggest potential for fireworks on the main event one one of the one of the biggest a fight with one of the biggest potential for fireworks all around. Yeah, I'm super pumped. It might be just be a straight kickboxing match for 25 minutes. I'm I'm very excited for this fight. And just again, bet, betting wise, like Sanhagen should not be like a plus 200 dog against anyone. I think you just go Sanhagen, honestly. Like, yeah. I think. Like, you don't I, even I need don't to know. fuck around with method. I already put it, I put his money line and I put like, a, a unit and a half on it just because I think that's a worthy investment. Um, mm-hmm. I agree. But shit, like you said, though, Jan is also a different animal. He's kind of built differently. Like when, uh, when you place that bet, you have to know in your head that Jan's a fucking killer. And he, yeah, of so course. He, he, he was going to like, he should be the champ right now. Let's be honest. Like he's yeah. like, he's fucking might be the best band in weight right now. Like he's fucking crazy. And you know he's pissed too. He's oh fucking yeah, dude. Pissed. He wants he wants that shit. And yeah, oh, man. it's gonna and be also, such a another fuck. another point to make about Jan is that he beat the fuck out of Jose Aldo, and that was when everyone's like, "Oh, Jose's done." Like, but now Jose now he's one two straight, and he looks amazing. He looks better than ever. So I mean, that even looked better than it was when it happened. Right. And it, that, he was, that was such a mismatch. Jan was just pounding him. So. I mean, I don't see that happening to San Hagen, but this fight, I I could see Jan kind of just like taking it, getting a few fucking knockdowns, and just coming out of nowhere, just taking it. Um, but then again, I think San Hagen has what it takes, and with the odds, w- without the odds even being a, a, a factor, I think he'll win this fight. There you go, and I agree. It's just again betting wise. It's, it's probably more of a pick them than uh, what the odds suggest. Yeah, exactly. If yeah. it's going to be, like you said, it's probably going to be straight kickboxing for five rounds. 
and we all know how skilled both these guys are. So mm-hmm. unless one of them gets KO'd, it's just it's gonna be 25 minutes of striking. It's gonna be amazing. Um, but yeah, I think San Hagen is the value play there for sure. Okay, so now we're those are the two title fights, and we still have so many. Give me, more. give me your prediction for it. I would say San Hagen decision. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, yes, agreed. Um, where are we at here? Okay, so yeah, those are the two title fights. They're gonna be great, but there's 13 more fights, and there's like way way more fucking fireworks lower down on the card um this week do you want to go in order still we just want to throw it around um it's up to you honestly okay we'll just go in order because we want to hit all these yes okay so lightweight number five ranked islam makachev number six dan hooker who just recently fought on 266 card beat nasrat proved us wrong uh, we were down him a little bit. Looked great. Now he's like a plus four fifty dog against Islam. Um, what are your thoughts? I mean, bro, like I'm not gonna get crazy here, but these odds are inflated. Also, yeah, I know. I mean, I know. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Get, I'm not gonna get crazy. I'm not gonna get fucking crazy. But, bro, like, are you kidding me right now? Like Dan Hooker could win this fight. It's it's a long shot, but it could happen. It's the UFC. It takes one. It just takes one, man. And Hooker has the power. Like he could, like, let's be honest. Like it's a long shot. But if Hooker catches him, who knows? Um, but Islam, if it gets, is, if but, it goes if it goes to the ground, if it goes to the ground. Dan Hooker is going to be in some deep fucking waters. Very compromised deep, position. And also, bro, Islam's stand-up, like, didn't even look that bad. Like, it's better than Khabib's, like, when Khabib was up and coming. It is. Like, he, he's actually going to, like, hold his own well, and the strike can look pretty good. Um, and if it goes to the ground, yeah, I think Dan Hooker could be pretty fucked. Um, I... Uh, yeah, I don't know. And I, I don't know how much of the short notice things and affect Dan Hooker um last time it didn't serve him well at all where he looked like a statue against Michael Chandler yeah. got KO'd in like a minute um that could happen like Islam could finish him the first on it like that could happen um but I mean I'm looking forward to I think the end of this like no matter what happens in this fighting it's really good for the division and like as a whole like step, taking a step back yeah if Islam wins which I, I think he will most, he's gonna get a likely. very he's gonna get a title shot very soon. He, yes, he's, he's probably one or two away from a title shot. He's right there, top five. He already is top five, actually. Yeah, but he'll have like a legit top. He doesn't, doesn't have a top. I said before, if you don't have a top 10 win on your resume, I'm not gonna like say you're a contender. Right. And if he wins this fight, he, he'll be a contender. Um, and then Dan, if Dan Hooker wins this fight, no matter even though he's lost like a decent amount recently, he's right there too. So that'd yeah. be such a huge win be to like kind of crazy big win for him. Yeah, change his career around. He's gonna like that'd be a huge upset, man. One of the biggest upsets, like in a while, honestly. Like on a main on a main card. Yeah. Plus four fifty. That's that's insane. Yeah. Um, um but yeah, it could get bad. To it could get bad. To backpedal a little bit. Uh, we just talked about the interim bantamweight title. Um, 
that fight is going to make the Bantamweight picture much more clear in our yes. minds with what's going to happen there. That's the same thing with this fight because we have the number five and the number six lightweights. Next week, we have the number two and number four in Gaethje and Chandler fighting. Mm-hmm. So we already know Poirier and Chandler are fighting for the belt because the box of boys are in attendance. Or that Oliveira, yeah. sorry. We know because we're going to be there. Yes, um, sir. Breaking news. We're going to fucking be there. Yes. 269 Boxed Up Podcast is going to be live at uh, in Vegas. It's going to be amazing. Yes, sir. Uh, but no, so winner of this fight, the winner of next week's fight, they should just fight each other, I think. Um, I think it's that simple. But uh, just I, I think Islam might be on a different level. I, it, like you said, he has to prove himself against like top 10 guys and stuff. But, like, what we've seen of him so far, like, this guy is very scary. Yeah, and there's so much hype. And a lot of times in the UFC, that I kind of, like, like, put the, like sit the hype down a little bit because a lot of guys get overhyped pretty quickly. Um, a lot of examples out there. But in this case, I don't really think that's a, that's a thing. I think he's hyped up for the right reasons. Um, it's not like he's, like, Sean O'Malley or Patty or whatever who has, like, all his personality and marketing ability. Like, no, this like, is like he's, Khabib you know, he's, part two. Yeah, exactly. It's another Khabib. Um, and Khabib isn't like he at the early part of his career, he wasn't very marketable. And like at the end, when he was fighting Connor, like he was. And I think he was kind of learned that okay, like this guy uh may not be the biggest personality, uh, may not be like knocking dudes out cold. Um, but he's but dominant. he yeah, but he's dominant and you need to move him up the rankings quickly because it's the same kind of situation with Khabib where he's just running through everybody. Um, sometimes not in the prettiest fashion, but he gets the wins easily and getting him close to a tile shot is only good for the sport. Right. Because again, it's like with Khabib, like you said, after watching his career and you see this guy who literally is coached by Khabib has all of the like similar traits, but like he might be a little bit better, maybe potentially. And like, just knowing that it's like, why not give him a title shot after the hooker fight? You know what I mean? Like it's not to say like, he doesn't like other people don't deserve it, but it's like, this guy might be something special. And that's That's why the question, I think there's definitely needs to be at least one more before he gets the title shot. Um, Not to get too in depth of the lightweight division, but I think Gaethje wins next weekend. I think, I think he's next, like right there. I know I think he's next. That's fair. Um, But uh, yeah, there's not many guys up on the top right now that really could stand out much more than Islam. If Islam wins this in spectacular fashion. Yeah. Don't get me wrong though. I'm kind of rooting for Dan Hooker. Oh yeah. Hangman. Because I'm I'm always rooting for just like, just shit to fuck shit up. That'd be so like, this is supposed to be a toss-up for not a toss-up, but supposed to is not supposed to win. If if Hooker wins, it would just fuck shit up. And Dan yes. would be pissed. And it'd, just, mm-hmm. it'd just be funny. Like, I don't know. It'd just be funny. Meanwhile, Benil Daryush is just chilling at number three. Just <laughs> yeah, legs yeah, up on the on that. the sofa. Just I hope he never fights. I'd be just like there for like 10 years. <laughs> the new Joanna. Like, what? Yeah. Um, but uh yeah. What what's your prediction? Uh I'm gonna say Islam decision. I'm going to say Islam submission. Okay, which, you know, Ken, good luck, Hooker. You, you really... Yeah, you, Hooker, I'm, I'm rooting for you, man. That the odds be, are very against you, but, you know, you're I'm also you. a fire-ass fighter. You've got the reach, bro. You, just use that. Use the reach, baby. You, you okay. Use that jab, baby. <laughs> speaking of reach, jab. speaking of reach, perfect segue, heavyweight bout, Alexander Volkov versus Martian Tibura. 
this is either going to be a very, very exciting, fun fight, or it's going to be the most boring one on the card. Um, so Volkov is coming off a loss to current interim champion Shogun. Before that, he had a few good wins. Uh, Tabura is on like a five-win streak. Most recently, um, I want to say his most recent win might be Walt Harris. <laughs> um, I think it. <laughs> I think it I think is. It is. Um, but five in a row, he's ranked number eight. Volkov's at number five. <laughs> His last three wins are Ben Rothwell, Greg Hardy, and Walt Harris. That is so electric. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> three, three UDs in a row and then oh two TKOs. God. Volkov, definitely the much bigger fight. Not much bigger, but he's got like four inches on him and definitely the reach advantage. Tabura is probably going to be trying to take it to the ground because, um, I mean, overall, Volkov's takedown defense is pretty good, uh, except for when he fought Curtis Blades and got taken down 14 times. So yeah. if, if Tabura can, can go Curtis Blades mode on Volkov, I think he gets an easy win, but I don't think it's going to be that easy for the Polish power part two because he's Polish, no. so, you know respect um yeah i don't know man i think this is, an, this is another case in my opinion where the odds are a little they're dude they're they're a little inflated bro i'm so, like dude i'm sorry like it's, it's another like 242 for like tibura bro he's fucking good man and, and if he gets on the ground like that that could be a wrap like yes but volkov like his losses are really like he lost to gane um Lost to Blades, bro. He's some good fucking losses. He should have mm-hmm. been Derek Lewis. Then he got clocked yeah, in the last clipped. 10 seconds of the fight. Um, but, uh, dude, Volkov is really good. He's one of those guys yes. that ha- he has a ceiling at, like, like, top three, top four guy. But he's mm-hmm. – right, he should be in the middle of the heavyweight rankings for a while, and I expect that, like, win two there, lose one, win two there, lose one. I, like, that's how I see his career going. He's really fucking good. He's a, he's a, he's a threat, man. And – one thing, one thing to keep in mind too, if look, go back to the Greg Hardy fight, is that Tabura was in trouble early. Like Walt or Walt fucking Greg was piecing him up and looked like he was in trouble. And then Tabura got on the ground the next round and finished him. So I don't know. Like Tabura, he's, he's he he can take damage and he can get to the ground when he's um his backs up against the fence. Um, but if it stays on the feet, I don't think it'll be close at all. I think Volkov is much better. The reach will play a factor. The reach will also play a factor when it comes to takedowns. Um, again, yes, he got taken down 14 times with his blades, but he didn't get finished. I think he was able, like a lot of those didn't really um, end up being much. So, you know, he's definitely working on that, his whole camp, or I'd assume he is. And if he kind of focuses on that when Tabura tries to take him down, I think he'll be fine. I think he should come over the win. And I hope he wins because I think Volkov's really good. And I, if he loses, it would be a pretty big setback, honestly. Yeah, it'd be a huge setback. Like, And Tibura's like the last guy in the heavyweight rankings, like the last guy where like the rest of the rankings are kind of like random guys that like, yeah, don't agree. really have a shot at going that far. Um, but Tibura's really good, though. So, I, again, and also in heavyweights, like it could go either way. Like it really could. Heavyweight fights, especially, like it just takes one. It's, you got fucking big ass dudes and they're just chucking them, man. Like who knows? Like who the fuck knows? And like standing next to Volkov, Tabura's going to look very, not little, but Volkov's going to look Volkov huge. Is fucking huge. Volkov is gigantic. But Tabura's like 6'3, like huge. So I really. 
I, I don't hate Tavira as a dog here. It's just you're really banking on the fact that he can get it to the ground, which those last three wins are so fucking funny, bro. Like, like oh, I know Rothwell, Walt Harris, and Greg Hardy. Are you kidding me? That's that's fucking... like those are the boxed up like favorite fighters right there. Yeah, like are you kidding me? That like are you serious right now? That's so funny. Oh my um, god, Volkov's. Uh, so he's two and three in his his last three fight or two and one in his last three fights. He has, also has a win over Walt. A win over Overeem, finished Overeem, and then the loss. He fought in like Walt. He, he fucked up Walt and Overeem. Like he fucked him up. Yeah. And the Gane fight, he won a round. That's something to say. Yeah. One judge, not one not judge many gave, people can say one that. One judge gave him a round. I think that's the only round Gane's lost. So that's go. something to keep. That, that's that's a cool little you know little Artur stat for you. There we he go. Won, he one judge gave him a round against Gane. Okay, so uh, yeah, I don't really have a prediction here. I guess I'll say, um, fuck it, I'll go. I'll go to Burrow decision. I'm gonna go say Volkov. maybe I'm gonna say he gets two out of three on the ground. I'll, I'll go Volkov decision or right. yeah decision. I think that fight will go the distance. I don't see it, but then again, it's heavyweights. Who knows? Yeah. Um. Okay, welterweights, another giant favorite, and the return of Kamzat, Hamzat. Kamaev fighting the leech Li Jing Liang. This is kind of low-key an underrated little scrap we got here. You think Hamzat's gonna continue his reign of dominance? Okay, last one, I promise. Oh, here um, we go. <laughs> last one, I promise. Okay, this is all I'm gonna say. Kam- like Kamzat is he's a fucking beast. This is all I'm gonna say. He's has three UFC wins against, you know, he was dominant, obviously three UFC wins and he fucked him up. Wasn't even close, but they're all nobodies. And he, I guess Marshall, whatever the fuck isn't a nobody, but he's not like a fucking ranked fighter. Yes. Um, he hasn't fought in a year. Like, I, don't, like, I, I think, I think these are factors that you have to think about. He hasn't fought in a year. He had a really bad case of COVID. I don't know. Like he retired for like a second. I don't know. I think like the hype is real. Obviously, Com- like Comzat's great, but you can't label someone like a title shot guy or this dominant when he's three fights in. There's still so much there that we haven't seen. Um, and I don't know much about Li Lang or the fuck his name is Jingling, um, but uh, I but he has serious knockout power. I've seen some of his highlights, and he's got fucking. Not- if he catches Comzat, man, it only takes one. Uh, over plus 400 odds, he's not standing down at Kamzat. They've been kind of going back and forth. It's tough with the language barriers, but they've been going back and forth uh, throughout the week. Um, Kamzat's like, I'm going to eat his face or some shit. Yeah, and and Lee's like, come on, man. Like, show me some. It, it's it's pretty – like, I love Lee's composure. It's different than any of other Kamzat's opponents because he's ranked number 11. He has, like, some – he has good wins. Yeah, he he's finishes. He's more experienced against yeah for sure. So, guys. um, I it's hard for me to really give a prediction because I again, Kamzat not, not fighting for that long and having only three fights in the UFC. This is a big jump, no matter how you look at it. It's oh, a yeah. really big jump. So well, they well, he was gonna fucking fight Leon. That would have been a crazy jump. They were trying to get that fight yeah. scheduled, and it kept getting canceled because Hamza had COVID. Like super, I guess he was like coughing up blood and like just yeah he said he couldn't really train bad. anymore and like mm-hmm. he's fine now i guess but yeah i don't know it's, it's really hard for me to like 
like predicts this fight because there's both. I mean, Lee also hasn't fought in a while too. Mm-hmm. Like they're not they're two very inactive guys, uh, different skill sets. I don't know how good Lee's takedown defense is. So I mean, if it's bad, then maybe it's over soon. But yeah, that's kind of where I think the fight's gonna go. Actually, I think if if Kamzat gets it to the ground, it's gonna be over very very fast. He's either gonna sub him or uh, ground and pound him to almost death. Um, so like that's I think the biggest like that's the biggest thing this fight and I think Hamzat might just like he might get that quick takedown early on in the first and then like be on top be on top for four minutes and then get a finish somehow because that's a lot of time to have Hamzat on on your ass the over under is one and a half minus 113 like bro yeah like that's fucking crazy I I think again Lee does have some power in those hands for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I guess my prediction would probably be, uh, comes out submission. Yeah. I'll say comes out by knockout, like probably ground and pound. But then again, mm-hmm. like I don't have enough knowledge about Lee to really make an underdog, like crazy. Yes. Prediction like I, I, there's like for the other dogs, like for Tibera and Sandhagen, I could, I could picture in my mind what it would take for them to win those fights yeah. for hooker and, uh, Lee. It's a little bit less realistic in my mind. Yeah, exactly. And like Lee, like I just don't know like enough about him or like his fighting. All I know is that he's ranked number eleven and he has yeah. knockout power and he looks scary. So he, yeah, he does look very scary. Yeah, both so, these like, guys are very intimidating. Yeah, exactly. So like I don't like it's hard for me to really make a prediction here, like or say that Lee's gonna upset him. But I think that there's factors in play that weren't taken into account when making the odds. Does yes. that make sense? Yes. Um, speaking of intimidating, light heavyweights, this is the first main card fight. Magomed Ankalaev versus Vulcan Ozdemir. This is a crazy matchup, kind of. Yeah. Um, I'll stop here. I think these odds are accurate. I think Magomed's yeah. different. And this will probably be the one upset that happens now that I'm yeah. saying this. <laughs> but I think Magomed is fucking different and should climb the ranks pretty fucking fast. It doesn't help that my last memory of Ozdemir is him getting almost murdered by Yuri Prohaska. Uh, but, dude, like, Mag- Magomed, dude, like, the, it's one of, another one of those guys, man. Like, you've got Khabib and Islam. It's almost scary. And Zabi, it's almost scarier when they're bigger guys. Like, Magomed's a fucking beast, and he has, like, the fucking classic beard where it's yes. just, like, holy shit. And he's a knockout artist, too. He doesn't even need to go to the ground. Like, he's fucking scary. I think like, I like him in this fight. I mean, this uh, this fight is going to end in a knockout. I think. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, I think Magomed's fucking different. Yeah. So Magomed, he's fourteen and one in his lone loss. He got buzzer beater subbed in the third round by Paul Craig. I guess he was winning that fight the whole time. Paul Craig's really good too. Paul so. Craig is very good. So and then, uh, Vulcan's no slouch. No, Vulcan's no slouch. Vulcan has knockout power. Like, if you look at Vulcan's last fights, uh, he, he went on a three-loss streak uh, in, like, 2018-2019. He lost to DC, Anthony Smith, and Dominic Reyes. Um, those are, like, three of the best light heavyweights in the last couple of years. And then he beat uh, some dude, and then Rockich, and then he lost to, to Prohatska. But Reading like, really Rochick is pretty fucking significant. Yeah, yeah there you go. That was That was two years ago. Um, um he also hasn't been very active either yeah um, but in terms of ozdemir yeah yeah i mean fun fact yeah he did fight for the belt against dc 
such a mismatch. It wasn't even close. <laughs> um, but I mean, he, he has a title shot, which is like kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got power. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think Magomed gets the job done. Yeah, as, got, he, as he's expected to. I got Magomed as a parlay piece. Mm-hmm. As um, he should be. But yeah, I think Magomed KO is probably what I would I would say. I'll, I'll go second round KO. I'll go. I'll 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 go second round KO too. That sounds that sounds good. That sounds good. So that's the main card, and those are all just gonna be. I'm gonna be losing my shit. Uh, but literally, like if you go down these prelims, there's maybe like three of them I really don't care about. But like the first fight of I'll, we'll, we'll go uh no fuck it we need to talk about Amanda Rivas the biggest fight on the card bro the biggest fucking fight on the card yeah so that's the that's the featured that's the only women's fight too it's the featured prelim Amanda Rivas versus Virna Hondarova uh Artores is Rivas fan number one so I'll let him take it away all right don't overthink it. No, don't overthink it. Nope, don't don't do it. Don't overthink it. You, don't no overthink this that. shit. Rivas is winning this fight. Rivas is a fucking dog. She's my girl in the UFC. She's my favorite fighter. One of my favorite fighters. Favorite women's fighter by far. Like, yeah, I think she's attractive, obviously. Um, <laughs> but in terms of the fighting, we'll stick to the fighting for now. She is so like on the ground, she is a fucking beast. Yes. And in this matchup against Verona, Verona's losses or two of her losses are decisions to Carla Sparza and um Mackenzie Dern, who are both ground specialists. So she also has 13 submissions of her own. Which is interesting, and it's yeah, which is also pretty interesting. But it's also when you look at those two fights against Sparza and um, Mackenzie Dern, oh, who, Dern have same, her. who have the same kind of skill sets as Rebus, as like a wrestler who will just pin you down and ground and pound you for 15 minutes. Uh, Rebus, I think, legit is a future contender. Her her one loss in the UFC is to um, Rodriguez, yeah, Rodriguez, who like, out. obviously is obviously killing it right now. And if you watch that fight, Rebus won the first round by yeah. so much, it wasn't even close. He took, took. Um, Marina down with ease, unlike Dern could do in the first, and beat the fuck out of her. And then she got clipped in the second, and her being almost fucking botched the stoppage and let her get killed. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Re- Rebus got clipped and ended up losing by knockout. Um, wasn't too bad. She's got not she's got rocked, and it was just, it, it should have been over when it when it got stopped, or uh, it was pretty bad stoppage. It was a shit show. But um, uh, Rebus is gonna come back with vengeance. She's gonna win this fight inside the distance and uh, keep uh, and start a new uh, chapter in her career and start her title shot. And she's only minus 170 right now, too. I got her at minus 130 a couple weeks ago. I know. I'm pissed I didn't jump on that. I really should have. But, yeah, I think this will probably be where it closes at minus 170. Also, if you want a little sprinkle, the minus two the under two and a half is plus two ten. And I see Rebus and Rebus loves the finishes. That's all I'm gonna say. Rebus we, we love the women's unders. We love them. None of them hit. Rebus loves the finishes. <laughs> None of them hit. None fuck. of them hit, but when I don't, they hit. So yeah. Okay. So yeah, I like I said, I got Rebus at minus one thirty. I'm very happy about that. Like I just think she's just the better fighter here. And Verna, she's seventeen and two with two very good losses. But it's no, like, she's good. She's good. 
But I think just all around, like you said, like Reebok is better. I'm glad that this is the featured prelim because I think this has like potential to be a really good scrap. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a reason this this line moved up to 170 from 135. People were hopping on that that line. Uh, maybe it's a case of fade the public. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, man, I'm just excited to see her fight again because it's been a long time coming. She got COVID. Was supposed to fight. Um, I bet on her before she got COVID in her last fight, that did not end well at all. And you had to ride Jeff Neal 50 bucks on yeah, Jeff Neal. That was, that was really bad. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, I've been looking forward to this too for a while. Rivas, don't, don't crush my dreams. Just win this fight. No, She's don't even, do. don't no, no, this is super confident play. No, She's this is a confident play. No, don't ever think it fucking hammer Rivas. Hammer Rivas. Okay. Speaking of Jeff Neal, I think we're going to see him fight. Are yeah, he fights. He fights Ponza Ponza Nibio. Oh, I'm putting, I'm putting another fifty on it for sure. That's oh, that's gonna be a banger. Ponza Nibio is a savage. Um, okay, so now, so now like the rest of the prelims are pretty much like not a lot of people know these guys, uh, but I have done a little bit of research. If you want me to lead, you lead and kind of take show you where my. Uh, my research has taken me, my quote unquote research has taken me. So I'm going to start with the first fight. We're going to, we're not going top to bottom anymore. I'm going to okay. start the first fight. We got, num- this is flyweight. We got number 15, Tagir Ulanbakov, who's one, another one of Khabib's uh, protégés. Mm. Um, and he's facing Alan Nascimento. Um, so basically the breakdown in this fight is, it is going to probably be a very heavy grappling match. Um let me make sure I can pull this guy up. Okay, so Nascimento is 18 and 5 in his career. This is his UFC debut. He did fight on the contender series and lost to Rallyan Pava, who O'Malley's fighting next. That was That's his huge. most recent loss. Um, then he good. fought in July. He got a win by sub of his 18 wins, 13 are submissions. Mm. And for Tagir, he's 13 and 1, and he has six submissions five decisions blah 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 so he's on a four fight win streak he's a pretty big favorite i think lombakov is going to win i think a sub or a decision is likely if nascimento wins it will probably be a submission on the ground because like i said he's a prolific submission artist um i my my prediction would be a lombakov decision though if i had to pick one i mean i gotta ride or lombakov if he's part of the khabib squad they, they yes. might go undefeated this um Maybe do a little, little team Khabib parlay. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate that at all. Which that if those odds aren't even worth a parlay, honestly. But yes, I do agree. No, you're right. Um, so that takes me to the next one. I just have like little blurbs on all of these, honestly. I don't. If you want to jump in, like if you know any of these guys. Um. Yeah, keep going. So the fight after that is going to be a fucking banger. This is lightweight. Demir Ismagulov, who's twenty three and one. Um, he's going against the other, the third Khabib boy, Magomed Mustafaev. Holy shit. Um, oh, he fought Brad Riddell last. That's interesting. It was an absolute war. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. He went to war with Brad Riddell. Um, he beat Fazeev. He lost to Kevin Lee, all that. So for this fight, Ismagulov in his last fight, he got rushed by some guy who was making his debut and he got dropped very early. But then it went to the ground and he was able to get on top and he just dominated the dude. Um, 
I think for this fight, it's either going to be Ismagulov by decision. He's going to kind of take it to the ground and wrestle Mustafaev because Mustafaev against Kevin Lee just kept getting slammed on the ground. Right. Um, but also Mustafaev has power, crazy power in his hand. Um, he looks fucking jacked. There's a lot. He has a lot of stoppages. Uh, Magomed does. He has his last five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. All of his wins are by finish. Holy shit! I mean, yeah. Again, like the the Khabib, the Khabib Johns. Like you can't not ride with that. Only one of his fights has gone to decision. For Damir, ten of his twenty three have gone to submission. He has twelve KOs. Well, that's interesting. So this fight's going to be a banger. Like, I don't really even have a prediction. I just think this is going to be, like, an absolute, like, banger of a fight. And it's the second. So D- Demir is a big underdog, and the under two and a no, half Dem- is plus. Demir is big favorite. Oh, yeah, my bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah, big favorite, and the under is plus 155, or, yeah, plus 157, which is interesting. There's a lot of value in the, the under and the Magomed. So, yes. And Magomed, again, has 14 stoppages in his career. So the under might be a play. Is it two and a half? Uh, yeah. I think the under might be a play there. 23-1. That, that's, a, that's a legit record. Um, yes, definitely. Um, so I think it'd be uh, Ismagulov decision or Mustafaev inside would have great value. Um, but, yeah, so Andre Petrovsky, tough former tough participant yeah, in fighting. He's fighting uh, Hu Yaozong. Uh, Yao Zong only has like four career fights, and I think he only has two from the UFC, and he's like one and one. This is probably going to be like a wrestling battle. Um, but just a yeah. note, Yao, Yao Zong was uh, he was suspended 10 months for performance enhancing drugs in the last few years, so fucking cheater, yeah. I don't really I have mean, anything. You, you got you got to like like I love I mean, Petrovsky like I'm rooting for this guy to fucking make a career out of this shit and he's they're giving like obviously the UFC wants him to as well like yeah. he's a big favorite this is kind of a top like they're kind of giving him guys he could be off right off the bat the under one and a half is plus one thirty two so they're expected to for this to end early, um, but yeah I mean I'm rooting for Petrovsky that's mm-hmm. it's a guy it's the guy I'm a follow throughout his whole UFC career you did he, you did. Mentioned you did state that he is going to be a middleweight contender one day. So yes, this is I guess this is he already got his first win. I guess so this, this is the start. This is the start of something big right here. Start a little win streak. Get that going. Um, let's see what else. Larone Murphy's fighting. He's very exciting. He's also a big favorite. Um, he's got hands for days. Yeah, big favorite. Minus three or five. Um, he was shot in the face and survived, so that's pretty cool. Holy shit! Yeah, bro, I'm telling you, we might have to just take him because last time <laughs> a dude almost died, he got yeah, the fastest so well. knockout in lightweight history. Um, but he's fighting uh Marquan Amerkani, who's also he's a pretty exciting fighter to watch. So that, that should be a fun fight. Um, okay. Oh yeah, here we go. The third uh, Polish power, Michael Oleksijek. The, this line's actually close. Yeah, this is a close. This is like a close one on the entire card. Um, he's like plus one twenty five. The other dude's minus like one thirty or whatever. Um, I think he's gonna lose. I think Shamil Gamzatov is a much better fighter. 
Uh, so I kind of might just take him straight up. But Polish power parlay for uh, Mikhail Oleksijic, Tabura, and Blahovic <laughs> would pay you pretty well. That would be an unreal payout. You do you do the Khabib boys parlay and the Polish power parlay, and if those both hit, you've had a great day. Yeah. <laughs> but shit. The Polish um, power parlay. The Polish power parlay. I might just do that. My legendary to. Polish power. The legendary Polish power parlay. Um. Yeah, I mean the other fights. It's like whatever. Like it's kind of guys that aren't very relevant. I, I like Ramos to win, but besides that, I don't really have much. Yes, as a dog, I also like Ramos to win. I think his striking is very superior to to mm-hmm. Kukov. That'll be again. All these fighters are just electric. Like Ramos is just a perfect prelim guy for this card. Yeah. You gotta have those good. You gotta have those consistent prelim guys like in there. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, the first uh, Dana White contender series from this season. Albert derives fighting. He's probably gonna win by sub. That's my prediction for his fight against Kapilov, who's a striker. Okay. Um, but shit, that's basically all I got. I just want to say that this card is going to be maybe the most violent event in the last few. Uh, not even the last few pay-per-views, but maybe in the last like couple of years, like top to bottom, there's just savages all over the place. Yeah, like, like you said, like the Khabib, there's three Khabib, team Khabib fighters. There's dudes who have 14 of 14 uh, wins coming by finish. There's Amanda Rebus. It's just an anti-American card, which is just hilarious. Yes, I love it because it's just Corey. Um, it's, yeah, for real. But uh, yeah, really, it's so funny. It's like, yeah, fuck America. We're <laughs> doing our own shit, um, which is pretty funny. Oh, I mean, different- when you th- when you think about it, when you put it that way, the crowd is very much going to be on pure Jan's side. In the arena. <sighs> you think so, dude? Yeah, they're like, I don't know how close Abu Dhabi is to Russia, but there's other Russian fighters on the card. I'm guessing it's going to be a a pretty big like Russian fan base compared to yeah it's, it's, it's funny though because I feel like the world and UFC fans as a whole want Santa Hagen so it's pretty like oh that's that's interesting we'll see you're, you're probably right another thing I want to like another thing I want to mention oh yeah so Amanda Amanda's odds have gone from 135 to 170 and Corey Sandhagen's have gone from like plus 210 to like plus 172 yeah so I, yeah. I really bought I really botched not getting on some of these early but the line movement's really been uh a, a factor in terms of like mm-hmm. the betting side of things, but yeah, no, man. And also I was, I was going to say this card is a, is a little different from 268 in the fact that 268 has like three huge fights. Yes. And then like, I don't know much about, I haven't looked into it a lot. Whereas this card's pretty consistent, like through the main event, it's like nothing like insane, like earth shattering, but really solid fights top to bottom like there's like, like the if you're gonna rank the potential of just violence is a plus dude because like yes oh yeah literally just all savage you've got guys from poland and russia and fucking abu dhabi dude like yeah like it's gonna be in brazil the brazilians are represented fuck i can't wait i'm yet to play as any bets um we really want the over in thursday night football tonight that's all i'm gonna say oh there um but uh, I'm, I'm, wait, I'm waiting to play some bets. But you'll, you'll be hearing from our tours um, if you're a follower. Um, maybe who, maybe we do a little ready. little boxed up parlay. We'll yeah, I think out. we have to. Um, little collab action. But yeah. yeah, I'll 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 say what my I put some bets in already. I'll, I'll name them off real quick just for the record. I have Reboss. Obviously, I have like three units on her. I have Sanhagen. 
And then I have a parlay of Duraev, Larone Murphy, and Ulan Bakov. Uh, I don't think we mentioned Ulan Bakov. We did. Did we? Who's he fighting? Oh, my, who, who's he fighting? Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah he's, he's, he's the flyweight. He's the yeah, flyweight. My yeah. bad. My bad. So, yeah, Lomikov, Murphy, Duraev. It's pretty much even money. I think that's some good value. And then I have five units on <laughs> Zhang Weili for next week. Motherfucker. We'll get into that next <laughs> we'll week. We'll get into that. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else, or is it time for the it's time for yeah. mis- miscellaneous art tours bullshit? Yes, extracurricular section. hours. It's, we're ready. All right, our favorite segment on Vox WFC, the extracurricular yes. miscellaneous bullshit, Artura's. I have a couple if you forget them. But okay, sounds go good. Um, so first story, um, Hasbula is meeting <laughs> with Dana White tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck they're going to talk about. Bro, get Hasbula as a main event. Fuck it. Bro, I love it. The video of him and Dana oh, White responding God. is so funny. I don't know what they're going to talk about in the meeting, but... Like they're gonna, they're gonna do some sort of shit. I don't. Dana know. White is he's too smart to let that money just walk oh, away. Exactly, bro. Like him. no, that's one thing. Like I applaud Dana for is like he hops on the shit that's gonna like make the viral like, shit. Like, yeah, exactly. I don't know what they're gonna do, but I, that was hilarious. Um, uh, little some some uh, Twitter like bullshit MMA thing posted on Twitter saying uh that it just said like post like, your favorite picture on in ufc history i don't know some like some like some oh i think i saw like that. that yeah and then uh connor responded with a picture of him and max fighting oh, and max responded that. max responded saying like march or some shit like that so will that fight be a f- uh, featherweight um honestly i could see it being a lightweight because Max went to lightweight to fight Poirier for the interim belt. Like that's like he's fine there. They'll probably negotiate. But uh I mean, I kind of love that. Like Max uh Max, I think he sees that even if he beats Yair, which I think he will, that he probably won't get the next title shot and he'll have to fight Ortega again, which he probably like he's I, I already yeah. beat him. Uh featherweight's not that deep. Um He's like, okay, if even I beat him, I probably won't get the next title shot. He's probably lost this guy twice. He's like, okay, hey, fuck it. I'll take a shot at Connor, which is huge money fight. You know, why not? Yeah, for real. Like, that's probably the, his best, like, I don't know. Though, at the same time, though, I feel like he might get a title shot if he beats Jair. Because who else? Yeah. Kareem and Zombie? At, and at the same time, and also at the same time, it's a bunch of Twitter bullshit. Like, this stuff yeah. never materializes. But I didn't I see it was... because I'm blocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So I, I just thought that was, that was kind of important to mention uh okay next next little thing um peter yan had his live workout and he reenacted the aljo aljamain sterling knee um i mean i thought it was funny like do you have a take on that uh, i think it was pretty funny too it was just a little yeah. troll yeah people were kind of like aljo got pissed i love when aljo gets pissed yeah, aljo so gets funny. pissed a lot yeah and no, i was like no that, that's pretty funny Aljo is like don't just get, get disqualified again yeah like, don't lose another belt you got him. Uh, next and last story is um, Bruce Buffer is oh. not on this card. It'll be Joe Martinez. Not got Bruce Buffer. Uh, it is, it's it's something like 200, some 
consecutive pay-per-views that Bruce has done. Unreal. Really unfortunate. I just hope he can kick the COVID before next week. I mean, it sounds like he will. They probably would have said Hopefully. something. Yeah. But uh, shit, that really does suck. Yeah, like it, that. that Joe Martinez blows. just he doesn't he doesn't do it. No, right. he he takes too long to like he like, and he just he doesn't. It's like uh, it's just fabricated hype. Bruce Buffer actually looks like he's ready to like fight in when he's announcing like the. Yeah, the Joe Martinez looks like he's about to like go to a casino or something. I don't. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I don't I don't like that at all. I'm gonna miss Bruce. Bruce, it's it's not time if Bruce isn't there. <laughs> It's, he, it's, he doesn't even say it's time. I mean, does he? I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know what he says. Um, he says, yeah, my fans, make some noise. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no, right, I hate his voice is not like he doesn't get he's perfect for the apex for like the, the uh, apex is fine. Yeah. Like the Dern Rodriguez. If Dern Rodriguez has Joe Martinez in there, I'm fine with it. But I need Bruce for this. Pull it's almost play. better without Bruce for that, because when there's no fans for Bruce, it's a little like, eh, yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. But yeah, that's a little unfortunate. It's one downside about the card, but those are all the storylines yes. of the week. Do you have anything? Um, just one thing: Platinum Mike Perry has joined the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. Oh yeah, that's this dude kind of random. Great career move for him. That's oh yeah, that 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 like that that's his fighting style. It's just like, and in like, when I say that, I mean like legit fight. Like he doesn't need gloves. He shouldn't. He like yeah. the way his personality, his fighting style, like that's perfect for him. It makes complete sense. I'd... Yes. Um, also, I know you got to get out of here real quick. Shout out to Kayla Harrison. Won the PFL. Oh, shout out. Uh, she's crazy. Um, it'll take a big bag to get her to the UFC. I don't know if Dane's willing to give her I don't that. think she'll make go to the UFC. I think she'll stay in the PFL. But she's definitely Nunez's number one competition. Would love to see it. Probably not. The other, I watched some of the other PFL fights. They were pretty fucking good. Can't lie. Yeah, no, PFL is very underrated. It's it's, it's hit or miss sometimes, but in general, well, since it was like the finals, it was like pretty good. But like the other, yeah. like the semis and stuff aren't really like as exciting. But there was some crazy. The heavyweight title was crazy, and also Omari Akhmedov. I don't know if you know him. For the name, he uh, he recently fought Tavares, Brad Tavares on the Poirier McGregor three card. He fought. Oh yeah, one money Tavares. He, he just fought last night, and he was winning the first two rounds and then got absolutely smoked in the third. He got Jesus Christ. So, rest in he's peace. Not that, he's not that great. He's really not. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, Kayla Harris, unreal arm bar. That was nasty. Yeah, shout out to her. Um, all right, that'll do it. UFC 267 preview. We got another pay-per-view to break down next week. We're going to have the box-up parlay. Uh, stay tuned. Manorius fight week. Uh, yes, Polish power. Legendary Polish power time, baby. Let's go.